1: the rooster and here we are this is a fresh start friday with Hannah, phil and me
2: <laughs> who are <And> you <laughs> <laughs> oh, i'm
1: Grant. <laughs> and um thanks to the gb weekly for sponsoring the show and uh thanks for uh you to tune in this morning we've got a very full full show phil, full show one day um, we've got a very full show this morning. We've got three guests um, coming in a little later. We've got Gerard Highmarsh, who's just written his third uh, book of the trilogy, Kaharangi Calling. And um, yeah, we'll be having a chat to him at about, oh, about, about seven quarter to eight Uh, Then we've got Ben Vidjan, who is an investigative journalist, and he's got some interesting perspectives on the world. Um, We've got then Lily Wildflower, who has just released her first hip-hop album, uh, song, sorry, album's coming. Um, And she'll be on around quarter past eight. And um, we're going to stick to the theme that we had last week, bodies and body parts. Mm. Yeah. So um got quite a few. And Carl's not here.
2: Yes. We Carl. missed you, Carl. Phil yeah. misses you. Where are you, Carl? He's <laughs> Carl. <laughs>
1: He's in at two ah. thirty.
2: Well we're very lucky to have Phil again.
1: Yep, absolutely. Good timing, Phil. It's good to be here. Yeah, no, it is good to have you here. Look, we're going, to time, we're going to tell you the weather first, because whether you like it or not, we've got weather. And we haven't got very good weather coming up this weekend for the top of the south. Um, to start, we've got Blenheim. And this morning, you've got fine breaks. They're mostly cloudy. Rain developing this afternoon. Possibly heavy and thundery, easterlies twenty-two degrees. Saturday you've got mostly cloudy with occasional rain and northwesterlies. Sunday partly cloudy with showers clearing in the evening. Northwesterlies and a few showers and northwesterlies on Monday. Nelson, uh, good morning to you. One or two morning showers, then rain developing this afternoon, heavy at times with possible thunderstorms, light winds, and periods of rain, northeasterlies on Saturday and Sunday is um, rain easing into a few showers later in the day northeasterlies, and Monday is a few showers turning to rain for a time like winds you get to 20 degrees today Motuwek today one or two morning showers then rain developing this afternoon heavy at times with possible thunderstorms like winds 19 degrees periods of rain northeasterlies tomorrow and rain easing to a few showers later in the day northeasterlies on Sunday and on Monday a few showers turning to rain for a time light winds. And last but certainly not least, good morning to Takaka mostly cloudy with isolated showers turning to rain this afternoon, heavy at times with a chance of thunderstorm. Light winds easterlies in Golden Bay. Uh, 17 degrees. Periods of rain uh, on Saturday. North easterlies easing in the evening. Uh, showers becoming isolated in the ev- in the evening, but remaining mostly cloudy. North easterlies easing in the afternoon on Sunday. Monday is mostly cloudy with isolated showers turning to rain for a time. Northwesterlies developing. And if I look further uh, afield to so next black weekend. Clouds. Yeah, next weekend's mm. got black clouds too, but mm. you know that can change. Um, we're just in a in a in a pattern, aren't we? How what's
3: it like f- uh, farming in this sort of <clears throat> weather, Phil? Well, at the moment it's been quite good because it was getting quite dry. So, oh, yeah. and personally, I I'm a fan of thunderstorms. Mm. Oh, I like them too. Yeah. They're they're quite soothing, quite fun. It was yeah. a good one last Saturday, wasn't it? With yeah, t- yeah. <laughs> yeah. We even
2: wake up early for them and just lie in bed and watch them.
3: Having <laughs> them in, at night when it's dark yeah, and you can see the rest. flash. Yep. Ooh, it's coming! Bang! Yep, it's yeah.
1: And I just want to I remind everybody that we also do a uh, weather forecast for somewhere else in New Zealand, and uh, whether you might be heading there this weekend, just in case. So today, I've chosen. Stuart Island.
3: Nice. Beautiful
1: spot. Ha. And uh, today in Stuart Island, you have cloudy periods and a few showers, south fresh about the coast. And also in Stuart Island, partly cloudy with isolated showers, easterlies strong about the coast on Saturday, mostly cloudy with isolated showers becoming widespread for a time in the afternoon, evening, and possibly heavy. Easterlies dying out in the afternoon. So there's the weather forecast for Stuart Island if you're heading there today um, for the weekend. Which I'm sure there's one of our listeners doing. It. If you are listening and are going there, um, text us and let us know on the uh, web on on, on message us on our um, our uh, fresh on, fm on Facebook, right, Facebook was app. It? Yeah, 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 cool. yeah. Do that.
2: Just look up freshfm.net dot net as well. And um, oh no, you're probably tuned in. But I'll, yeah, yeah, you are. <laughs> I'll, I'll just double check. I'll double check the name of our new Facebook page.
1: Um. Uh, fresh Start Friday, isn't it? Yeah. Cool. Okay, so I am about to play some music. Oh, yeah, I think that's about all I need to say, is all we need to say. Yeah, yeah I'm pretty keen to go to Stewart Island today now. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> I was um, at a meeting yesterday, <clears throat> and uh, one of the um, one of the guys at the meeting, he'd just been down to Queenstown for the morning, and he was back at the meeting, I was like, that's what happens in the in in the world of 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 busyness, doesn't it? When you go to different meetings and stuff. <laughs> oh gosh, incredible! I thought it was quite interesting, anyway. Yeah, oh, I just out in Queenstown on the morning, and uh, yeah, I was like, yeah. I know you were in Queenstown. You got back already. God, I didn't think you'd be at the meeting. Private jet. It must have been. Yeah. Yeah, farmers. You know, <laughs> <laughs> he was. He's a farmer. It's a good payout. <laughs> it's
2: pretty wonderful going in those little planes, isn't it?
1: yeah he's got a small one hmm? yeah maybe he has i don't know though he's anyway here's here's (coughs) we're going back to the uh theme of bodies and body parts i'm going to start with the eyes here's rolling stones
0: Bakersfield, listening to gospel music on the colored radio station, and the preacher said, you know, you always have the Lord by your side, and I was so pleased to be informed of this, that I ran 20 red lights in his own. I had an arrangement to meet a girl and I was kind of late And I thought by the time I got there, she'd be off, she'd be off with the nearest truck driver.
1: radio show. a beautiful tune. <laughs> yeah, it does a good ear, isn't it? Um, <sighs>
3: yeah, that was some good dancing there, Hannah. <laughs> Thank you. <for laughs> <the
2: words. laughs> hey, just a quick note um, on our Facebook page, um, just to confirm, it is Fresh Start Friday bracket, Fresh FM one word bracket, so you can find us on Facebook and um, interact and let us know what songs you want or what themes you might like.
1: Indeed. So, I'm going to stick with the sort of country, because that was kind of country... For Rolling Stones, it's always been a, a you know, sort of out-the-box kind of song, really, in, in the usual manner. Definitely goes against what they normally have been doing. Yeah, yeah. But then, you know, uh, I don't know if you know the history of Rolling Stones, but they started in the early 60s um, in a club in England called, um, well, um, it was Alexis Corner. I don't know if you know who he is, but he was sort of the granddaddy of British rock and folk. Uh, Well, more rock, actually, and um, rhythm and blues, blues, yeah, Mm. and John Mayo and all the Blues Breakers and and the Rolling Stones, they all met there, and and that's where the Rolling Stones were formed in in, um, Alexis Corner's um, club, and... um, he, he he himself did all sorts of really he played with all sorts of really interesting people and um he was kind of the unknown and everyone else made it famous <laughs> unless you knew who alexis corner was um he died a few years ago and um i've got quite a bit of his music um in a playlist and um it it, it he did music sort of blue a lot of bluesy stuff and a lot of um skiffle um sort of jug bandy st- stuff as well which um i particularly like um but anyway that's a little bit of history of rolling stones <laughs> cool yeah so um yes. anyway i'm going to stick with that sort of country theme a little bit now and this is um this is the song um uh, it's actually a dolly parton song but I, I found a cover, so that's a good way to start the day. But a dolly, <laughs>
2: absolutely.
4: She's
1: a positive lady. But this is Erin Hay, and this is called um, false eyelashes. <laughs> Body parts, you know.
5: <laughs> Folks back home think I'm a star now when they hear my. They say their hometown girl may good And should go a long, long way Mom wonders why I don't drive back In that big, fine car I own The truth is I don't have a car And I'm ashamed to go back home A pair of false eyelashes And a tube of cheap lipstick a pair of worn out high heel shoes And a dress that doesn't fit These are all of my possessions All I have to my name And the record played in my hometown Is my only claim to fame I'm so glad the dad can't see me now it's favorite little girl Singing in this dingy place On the wrong side of the world I'm glad that I can see the boy that offered me his name For I was blind and turned from him in this empty search for fame A pair of four cheap lipstick a pair of worn out high heel shoes and a dress that doesn't fit these are all my possessions all I have to my name and a record played in my hometown is my only claim to fame yes a record played in my hometown it's my only claim to say
1: All right, now you've all caught country,
5: <laughs> beautiful
2: <laughs> yeah. swinging hip songs. For this oh,
1: morning. yeah, yeah, definitely. So, um, yep, here we go. Um, I'm going to just keep rolling it because we've got um, <sighs> we've got a, um, quite a few artists, uh, people coming in today to. Um, to talk so um, I really want to just oh actually yeah no I'm just going to play a song here's ZZ Top ZZ Top <laughs> <laughs> Legs you go, ZZ Top with um, um, legs.
2: Fantastic, getting the blood pumping.
1: Yeah, definitely um, a good track. Hey, listen, I want to read a couple of things out on my Harper's Weekly Review. Do you know Harper's Weekly Review? Never Little heard Phil? of it. Okay, it's a... Um, I don't know if we get that at a pack of war. It's, a, <laughs> it's an online thing. Anyway, um, <clears throat> it was revealed that FX, FTX, a cryptocurrency exchange... Had used billions of dollars of its customers funds to make investments through its sister company um, amelia research a cryptocurrency trading firm ftx which froze users ability to withdraw funds and approximately 130 affiliated companies declared bankruptcy because of it sam bankman fried sam bankman fried the founder and former ceo of ftx who once said in an interview i'm very skeptical of books saw that his net worth dropped 94% the largest wealth collapse ever recorded in a single day. Jeff Bezos announced that he planned to give away most of his $124 billion fortune during his lifetime to mitigate climate change and heal political division. And Amazon announced plans to lay off nearly 10,000 employees, the largest round of layoffs in the company's history. Unfortunately, this did not play out the way I expected. Mark Zuckerberg said in his announcement that he would terminate 11 thousand employees which the company attributed in part to Apple's increased privacy controls. Dozens of Twitter employees were asked via email to return to work after being fired and Elon Musk's trial um, for misleading Tesla shareholders into approving a $56 billion pay package for himself began and a judge in England uh, uh, no sorry a judge in Edinburgh ruled that because of matching this is a really good one because of matching DNA tattoos and fingerprints a man arrested in a Scottish hospital last year claiming to be Arthur Knight an Irish orphan is in fact the American fugitive Nicholas Rossi who faked his own death to avoid being prosecuted on a felony rape and sexual assault charges and um, <coughs> Princess Martha Louise of Norway will relinquish her official duties as she and her finance, Dirk Verit, a sixth generation shaman who has claimed he is a hybrid species of reptilian and andromeda Andromeda, um, and that cancer is a choice, seek to distinguish between their spiritual activities and royal house. Research Ooh. is fa- <laughs> isn't that brilliant. Um There's a and, lot to take in on that yeah. one, isn't there? Oh yeah, yeah. Um the National Park Service in America asked visitors to stop licking desert toads. Wow. And the first sexless <laughs> kitten was discovered in England. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> An off duty police officer who <laughs> drunkenly fired his service arm um outside a bar in San Bernardino in California was mm. put on administrative leave. And um yeah, and um, and the inventor of Oculus, Oculus created a virtual reality handset that uses explosive charges to kill the user in real life if they die in the game.
2: No, that can't be true. Yeah,
1: it's turning into the hung- it's turning into the Hunger Games. Yeah, but how's that for some really crazy, um, weird stuff in the world, eh? I just love that weekly oh, wow. kind of review of some of the world's well, weird. The world is definitely. Um, Going somewhere, isn't it? Wow! No, I don't know where it's going, but um,
3: <laughs> I've <laughs> you...
2: used one of those Oculus headsets before. I'm...
1: <laughs>
3: Did you win the game?
2: <laughs> good question. I think it wasn't a game. Thank Very goodness. good
1: question. <laughs> I'm going to play a bit of a weird, a bit of a weird one, but something a bit different. This is called y- Eyes again wide open by the band wishbone ash so a bit of prog rock for something a little bit different for those mm-hmm. people in the 60s 70s so there you go and then we'll be talking to gerard Hyde Marsh. <laughs> the past it's wishbone ash with eyes wide open Had, did you see that movie Wide eyes wide open
2: oh, i thought you'd mention that
1: why i'm well, too what, young eyes, eyes, wide shut. eyes wide shut actually um it was the you're young, too young for i'm too young you're too young oh no no krubeck wasn't sort of you know it was his last movie was it? Anyway, yeah, I, I digress. Um, eyes wide open. We've got to keep our eyes wide open to what's going on in the world. And um, I've got somebody on the, on, the, on the line right now who has kept his eyes wide open on the world. Um, very, very, very well, actually. A very keen, eye-wide open sort of guy. Um, Gerard Hydmarsh.
6: Good Grant. Good, good nice morning.
1: To talk. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for uh, joining us so cruelly early this morning, Gerard. Um, oh, it's
6: not cruel. I've been up for ages. <laughs> yeah. This time of the
1: day. Yeah. yeah. I slept until four thirty this morning. I was like,
6: oh, oops. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get a lot done early in the morning.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. I bet you do your writing then too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Good time. Nice, quiet. Fresh start. You know, had your sleep, if you sleep. Um, <laughs> 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 hey, congrats. What? Congratulations! You've just you've written this is the third of the trilogy of Kahalangi Calling.
6: Yeah, and it finishes a big chapter for me. Actually, the uh, the backcountry stories of Northwest Nelson, I've been I suppose it represents you know about eight years of my life, and uh, it's a it's a huge effort. I, I certainly didn't do it for monetary gain, but I had a passion for uh, just recording the the stories about our backcountry because, you know, there's a kind of a, a change of culture in New Zealand and you can see it on TV and radio and everything. People are very concerned about current events and the heritage thing is sort of going by the board now and I just mm-hmm. felt... I've, I've, you know i 've lived next to the park for forty five years right right on its boundary and 've and i and i 've wandered it a lot and i 've heard a lot of stories and recorded a lot of old people 's stories, some of them just before they died it 's been kind of really humbling actually, and I was just determined to get out these. Books and I, cause I didn't realise there was going to be three when I started. But as soon as I got to the second one, I realised there was going to be a third. But this is kind of it now, and I, I just feel like it's a body of work that's that's gone out there, and I'm I'm really happy about it actually.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, I remember Don Grady did a couple of stories from um, around Carharryngi as well as all the all right across the top of the south. But you know, were you inspired by that a
6: little bit? Oh, yeah, I was. In fact, I, 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 um, got to talk to him quite a bit. And, uh, he, he, um, told me some amazing stuff, actually, like about Gerald Cover, the hermit of the, um, uh, of the, uh, ridge up there above, um, uh, Karamea. And, uh, you know, he, he was the sort of hermit that lived up there, Gerald Cover. And he actually tramped up there to see him, which is something I didn't do because Gerald died, but, Um, You know, we we all build on the stories before, don't we? And uh, hardcore stories, that's the best thing. They're like real uh, adventure stories. You almost couldn't invent some of them. And when I, you know, I was in the doctor's surgery the other day, and I picked up a Forest and Bird, and there was a whole article about uh, should we make the conservation estate smoke-free? And I thought, oh, my goodness, are these going to be the stories of the future? You know, a dock ranger coming across some people smoking. You know, we forget the real hardcore ones, and these are people that have kind of made the park their home and mm. have actually done the yards, you know, and this is what I wanted to tell.
1: Uh, yeah, well, that's that's fantastic. And you, you, you I do know you do... Um you ha- how do you find all the stories? How, do you, how did you research yeah. it?
6: Yeah, well, it's a, it's always a, it, once you get going with stories, they just avalanche onto you, <laughs> and, and they all they all relate together. Like as soon as I put out a book, the first book, I was just inundated with letters and people ringing me and saying, "Oh, you didn't include this about my grandma or something," and they'll send you photos. Well, they all sort of seem like random snippets, but they all connect together and they become the next story of say, 20 different people that have told you things, and you get a theme and you start going for it. And it's not actually that hard. I mean, any reporter will probably tell you that, you know, and I'm just basically a reporter, you know.
1: I think we're all storytellers, and and we've all got stories, and we've heard stories from from people that, I mean, I definitely have. I've had over 3,000 people stay at my place woofing over the years, and I've Mm. had some some absolutely mind-bending stories that would just, you know, and and those are the stories that we, we need to share, um, the real-life stories of mm. real-life people we, doing real life. And
6: remember, we are oral creatures. Mm. We're not actually writing. You know, Polynesians didn't bother with writing. They could tell stories. And it's something that we, uh, you know, should should be encouraging, really, you know, but you've got mm. to hear them before you can write them.
1: Mm. Yeah, good. Good one to sort of read out. You, did you read out? You, you read out on national radio you, one of your books, didn't you? And, um, yeah, but that what, was
6: swamp fever. That was swamp fever. Do you think yeah. you'll ever
1: get a chance to read these three?
6: <laughs> oh, I don't know. It's a, a different sort of things. So uh each chapter is a standalone chapter, so mm.
4: it,
6: it, it, it's a different sort of. It's not a continual series like they do on the radio. So. Each book is sort of different, really. You know.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, maybe we could we could organise something like that, um, and just do a standalone. Um, you know, a chapter at time. A or chapter at time. That's that all you really need to do, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah,
6: yeah, you can just read it; it'd be good.
1: I'll keep my thoughts me on that. Jared, what what is one of the? St- I mean, I see you <coughs> sort of put a little bit of a story about the dragon's teeth, and uh, the dragon's teeth absolutely um, fascinate me. I'm way too you know, timid to go up there. Um, but but uh,
6: <laughs> have you done it? Yeah, I've done it. Now, I've never, I've got to confess, I've never done the high level route. There's a low level route and a high level route. I'm not a, I'm not, because of my eyesight and I'm going blind, um, you know, I, I've got to be careful now in the, in the back country. I take a couple of tumbles here and there, but I, um, I, 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 I was absolutely fascinated by Warwick Briggs' story. Warwick lives at Hamama, of course. He used to live at Rainbow Valley. And he's done the Dragon's Teeth. Now, this is a, like a six-day expedition. It's as close to mountaineering as you can go without ropes and pitons, really. And you, you basically uh, c- cling on to the side of the Dragon's Teeth range. And you carry, you go on from Adelaide Tarn right through to Fenella Hut. And it's this, amazingly arduous route that's now become a kind of a one of the classic routes of New Zealand now Warwick's done it something like 70 times there's one part that's about a a sort of 50 meter vertical face that's called the wireless it used to have a wire up it and that rusted away so they call it the wireless now and you can just barely hold on uh, with your footholds and handholds and you just climb up with your pack and that's the, the sort of definitive bit if you like but there's quite a few bits along here and I'm always in awe of anyone that's done that but Warwick's built up this amazing kind of culture around it almost and he takes people all the time now and he's done over 70 trips it's so admirable I mean someone does it once I'd say I've done the dragon's teeth well Warwick's done it 70 times now since the book has come out which is only last week <laughs> I got contacted by someone uh, Mike mcmannaway from um, Pahara and he says to me that he runs that route and I wish I'd known that to put it in but he can do 17 hours from the road Uh, end at Bainham at James Road where you start, to go up to Boulder Lake from there to the uh, car park at Trillabyte Hut at the Cobb. He can do that in 17 hours running it and he's getting it down all the time but isn't it amazing, this is an example how one story comes out and next unfolds.
1: Wow I mean I'm just I'm just, I don't know what
3: to say
6: to that. <laughs> yeah. I trying dressed in the mornings. Yeah, <laughs> and he says it's known as the fastest known time in FKT, and there's a whole group of people all over the world who had this website, and they put their FKT on it, and of course a smartwatch uh, records their time and position, so you can't kind of lie about it. And so there's these people reducing the times on all the known Walks everywhere in the world now. We're doing the FKTs, but isn't it funny how oh, we how we keep refining things?
1: Wow! I mean, yeah, but that that is one of the best stories I've heard today.
6: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so I think. Well, but as Warwick says, you know, I like to take a bottle of whiskey and and uh, set up a bed at night and watch the stars. So it's two different <laughs> st- different strokes for different folks, isn't it?
1: I'm sold on uh, that idea.
6: Yeah,
1: <laughs> uh, I I love that you've done this this, this series of books. You I mean, and I'm presuming even though you're you are going uh, blind, you're 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 going to keep doing it, and talking into your microphone and recording it, and 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 still writing um, good books. And yeah. this is not the finish, is it? This is, yeah.
6: this is Oh just, no, not at all. No, no. I've got uh, quite a few more books in me, and another one probably coming out next year that I've finished. I was quite productive in COVID, um, yeah. but I you know I'm always kind of they've got ideas in my head and and uh I'll be doing more broadcasting and talking into my computer definitely.
1: Yeah, oh fantastic. Joe, thank you. And you know, um where can people get the book?
6: Oh, look, you can get it at Take Note and You can also come and get it from me here yep. too. And um and if you want a signed copy with a message in it or anything you're most welcome. Just give me a chat or send me a PM or something and I'll see it.
1: Cool. And um of course we're we're broadcasting right across the top of the South South over to Blenheim. So I guess any good bookstores has got your book.
6: Yeah, yes, yeah, um, um, Page and Blackmores and Nelson and uh, Paper Plus have got it. We're still distributing it. I published it myself. It's quite been quite an adventure, that one, oh, too. It's the
1: first time, is it? First
6: yeah, it is, yes. We okay. call, call ourselves Swamp Press. Yeah, I saw that, It's <laughs> yes. great. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Keep it oh. local and down home, just like your radio.
1: Yeah, no, that's fantastic. Thank you so much. And, and look, you know, for your time today. It's really good, and uh, gosh, we love a good story. Maybe I'll ring you every week and get a good new story from you.
6: <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. Okay. Thank you. Uh, thank you very much, John. Hey, good one. Good to talk to you guys. Yeah. See ya. Bye. Okay, see ya, bye. bye. So
1: there you go. Um, I, don't, I forgot to ask him if he's doing a um, book launch, but doesn't matter. Um, so I'm going to play um, something called Below My Feet. Because it's appropriate <laughs> going up to the dragon's teeth <laughs> exactly below my feet hey google it on google earth have a look no, i ain't going there no nah. <laughs> <laughs> i need more than a bottle of whiskey yeah
7: Through your bones and the light which led us from our chosen home, well, I was lost. And now I sleep, sleep the hours that I can't weep, and all I knew was steeped in black. Blood runs weak. Let me learn from where I have been. Keep my eyes to sew my hands to burn. Keep my eyes to sew my hands. not
1: below my feet and if you're going up the dragon's teeth it will be below your feet but (laughs) (laughs) I don't know you've got a um, you've got a bit bit of a walk on that one that's for sure and um, I'm just going to play one more song and then we're going to uh, talk to we're going to talk to Ben and um, yeah this is um, this is called Eyeball Kid no it's not I'm not going to play that one yet no matter What shape your stomach's in by The Venturers.
2: Thanks, Carl. (music)
1: you go no matter what shape your stomach's in <laughs> and the time is three minutes to two minutes to um eight o'clock and you're listening to fresh start friday with phil Hannah grad and on the line <clears throat> on the line all the way from i believe in the cargo at this point is um sam uh Vaden. good morning sam thank you for getting up cruelly early to uh get onto the uh, show with us
8: Yes, thank you very much. I'm, I'm just going to a little, you know, it's it's out pronounced pigeon, but don't feel bad because no one ever pronounces my name correctly, including myself. Pigeon. Some days, that's all right. Yeah. <laughs> just like just think like pigeon.
1: Okay, easy. <laughs> hey, uh, you you you're, you're an investigative journalist, and um, well, there's not too many of them in the, in New Zealand, are there? And so it makes you it makes you a little bit kind of um, a target at times, and also a bit of a um, um, poking around, interesting sort of guy finding stories that nobody else. Can find. I
8: go after the things that go bump in the night. I guess um, no, there's not there's not too many of us. Um, probably me, Mickey Hager, uh, David Fisher, and maybe a couple of others if I can think of off the top of my head.
1: Yeah, yeah. So you've written a few books. I I've, written, I've written
8: four books. Mm-hmm. Um, I've, I've uh, two have got a version. Remember, because they've got the same name. Um, one state secrets. One followed by the um, original sounding state secrets two. Um, by the those 99 and 2006, both of them were bestsellers. Um, and only in terms of state secrets, was bestsellers by the number sold. State secrets one was actually officially a bestseller on the um, Sunday Star of Times and best uh, bestsellers list
1: wow that's pretty that's pretty good we've had two that's two of you today who are authors with bestseller books um you know that's um we yeah, should have done not the, th- either. <laughs> well we should have done the theme we should have done the theme of of books today but never mind we we we, yeah. we didn't um look you're you're doing a tour at the moment around the country and um yeah. it seems rather interesting and um do you want to just tell us about what's going on with the tour and what you what you're uh, um talking about
8: I'm doing a, a, a tour called the Ben Vigin Stand-Up Tragedy Tour, which um, isn't anything to do with standard, stand-up comedy at all, although I did start um, a career with Rhys Darby. Reece Darby, however, was funny and went on to Riches and Fame. I went and became a journalist instead because it's easy to make people cry than laugh. <laughs> um, my, my tour is uh, basically on, to keep it really simple, it's on three basic issues. It's, the first one is it's the, uh, the history of the privatisation of New Zealand from Norman Kirk to the current day, and I kind of take you all the different administration's national labour and kind of pretty much will say, at the end of the day, because New Zealand is a nation in debt, it doesn't really matter who's in power, um, when Treasury says jump, whether it's national labour, they pretty much will do as they tell. So we, we, we kind of go into the formation of things like Roganomics, uh, and then I, from there I start to look at the return of the US um, military uh, into New Zealand from about 2010, and that's specifically linked to the growth of the space industry which was originally sold to us as a oh this is a new zealand thing and it's got nothing to do with the military and now we've we're, you know the front of my um magazine that i put out with a uh, stand-up tour we actually have uh, an eagle that's landed on uh new zealand which we've turned into an aircraft carrier with all the different facilities which are, uh, that, um the americans are building the artwork for that's actually done by dean raybold from yeah. from golden bay
1: yep no well. very
8: well known artist yep And then the third third and final thing that we actually look at is, uh, which is probably the biggest thing I want people to take away from, is um, we look at the rise of what they call special economic zones. These began in about 2010 with the New Zealand Business Roundtable. um, And from about 2018, the government started talking about places on the West Coast and some places in the North Island. um, And now they're actually appearing in the uh, uh, feasibility studies for a lot of regional councils. A special economic zone is something that's been uh, used in China. And where they've been used, it's basically the the law of the land is suspended... um you can basically suspend the labour laws, so you can bring in scab labour. You can make the mining areas basically very unsafe to work in. They become environmentally very unsafe to work in. You can pretty much do whatever you want in the name of profit, and um, it's probably a public discussion that we should be having, but very, very few people actually know about, special economic zones. Um, Kevin Haag from the Green Party called them breathtaking when, they, when he discovered about, we started looking into them about, 2017, 2018—that are highly draconian.
1: Wow, I didn't know this was happening, and I—I I am imagining a lot of our listeners didn't know that this was happening. Um, well, can they can they actually do that? Can they actually um, you know get get mines happening, say, well, in national parks without us being able to say no?
8: Well, I mean, there's, there's, that's a, that's a, that's many 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 questions at once. But to cut a short story um, short, or cut a long story short. Um, the origins of really a lot of this begin with, with Muldoon. When, when Muldoon was in power, that was um, Robert Muldoon, <clears> the throat> famous throat> often known as sort of, Piggy Muldoon, or ah, 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 as he's known for his famous laughter. <laughs> yes. uh, but basically, what he did is he passed a law which meant that you can't actually mine uh, in the national parks, but you could actually mine under the national parks. Well, the special economic zones are sort of an extension upon that, and effectively, if they, if they allow permits to go ahead, they have a, an, an ex, a, a an amazing um, brief that they can pretty much do anything they actually want. And they're really just an extension of things like the Trans-Pacific Partnership Agreement and the the CPTPP, which have clauses in them like the Investment State Settlement Dispute Clause. A lot of people thought that that um, that these clauses have been defeated uh, under, under Jacinda Ardern in 2017 when she came to power. But if they talk to Professor Jane Kelsey um, and they read what she has to say, they say, well, no, no, those clauses still exist, and they are more and more an overall process that's occurred over 30 years of dismantling our own constitutional systems and at the same time empowering the power of corporations about what they can actually do in our own own sovereign states.
1: But we don't have a a constitution, do we?
8: Well, that's, that's something people often turn around and say, oh, we don't have a constitution. Um, my degree is in political science, and what, and what I retort is I say, no, what we have is we have a series of constitutional mechanics. So, um, you know, we have the Treaty of Waitangi, is, is a very famous one. That's the 1840. I would also argue that 1835 is, is an equally important document because it actually recognises not just the power of the Rangatera, but it recognises the uh, power of the hapū. And we also have what we call the English statutes, which is the English statues cover effectively all the rights in New Zealand law that relate to your individual uh, your own individual rights and, and the um your sovereign ability. So that that would include the Magna Carta, which is only Article twenty nine, which is the only part of the Magna Carta, still on the New Zealand books. It would include the Bill of Rights sixteen eighty eight and there's a few other clauses. So yes, we do we do have these constitutional mechanics and they are woefully not really understood by the most Kiwis and uh, the the general kind of um discussion about them is really not really happening in the, in the wider main mainstream media. And it's probably something that should be happening because we've been having very, very significant constitutional uh, changes and uh, tweaks been happening since pretty much since, since 1986. And again, they've been brick by brick along the way, removing our own, not just when I say the individual rights in terms of the, the English statutes for the park but also undermining the powers of the Farnum and the Harper as well, and that's for things like the Murray uh, Land Reform Bill that Key tried to put through.
1: Wow. Uh, I'm just <laughs> taking
3: all that <laughs> in. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
8: I had that impact on people, and that's what you can expect when you come to my show. That's
1: a that's a lot to take in, though, eh? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you've you've got all this in a book, or you're writing another uh, book? Yes,
8: well, no, well, 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 I'm doing two things. We've. Um, As we're doing this tour, actually every year I put out an annual magazine, and each year we pick on a big issue. So this year we're actually looking at the uh, the U.S. military expansion in in New Zealand. But we also include on that uh, a document which is basically explaining to little people about the the increasing power that international law and and, uh, corporate globalism has upon us. And then we do a very, very short bullet point on the special economic zones. So yes, that's all in the, in the current magazine. It's also on my website which is um, the Postman Productions the Dyslexic Autistic Detective because I am both dyslexic and autistic. Um, and that's all listed on a, on a blog which I call The Greenstone Files. And all of that will be going into a book project which I'll be I'll starting on next year.
3: How do you feel when you find out this information, like when, when it's new to you? Are you absolutely blown away that this is happening?
8: Yeah, I am, and, and my sister laughs at me all the time. She'd so <laughs> been doing this for 40 years, and he would still get surprised. But I, I really do, and I, I just get i get shocked that people are, you know, can act with such greed and basically sociopathic tendencies, and it really, really offends me. And I, and I guess sometimes I think, oh, why would I bother doing this? But I always remember this one interview. It, was, it wasn't that long ago, and it was a woman in, in, in Sydney. She was 80 years old, and she had to decide, this is the 21st century in a developed nation, whether she was going to, this tonight, whether she was going to have the electricity on or be able to eat. Wow. And I, you know, yeah, and, that, and yeah. that's where we're at. And, and yeah. it really, that, whenever I feel like I'm underappreciated or I don't get paid enough, which, by the way, you don't go into the job for the, for the, for the money. No. Not there. Um, there's that, but I see that and I think, you know what? That's just, no, nobody in this day and age, at, at age, should be having to go through that kind of, uh, expletive bleep 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 et cetera et cetera
1: <laughs> yeah look <coughs> I think um, um, how serious are you taken you know I mean people you, you are you are you seen as a bit of a sort of a nut job conspiracy theorist <laughs> well, it, at times well, it, or
8: it, 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 it you depends you know yeah. like I mean you know I look at my, my own subscription you know my own subscription and, and I've got you know people like we've got Alexa Forbes who's the, the Otago um, regional Council, and she's on my show in about two weeks time and I've got I work very closely along people like Nikki Hager. So from one spectrum, I've got people that I actually, you know, really widely respect, and it doesn't matter what what their party politics is or, um, you know, what their ideology is. They're they're clever people, and they think that I'm I'm worth giving time to. And then, of course, the the other end of the spectrum are people who want to call you a conspiracy theorist because it's a really good way of just shutting down the argument Mm -hmm. without actually having to have a proper discussion or listen to, you know, what your sources are and where your information's coming from. So, you know, at the end of the day... People can call me whatever they vote, whatever they want. I've been doing this 35 years, trucking along, and I'll probably be around for doing it for another 35 years because I'm bloody minded in this and I just don't go away. I a it. I'm a bit like Thrush, really.
1: (laughs) Spotty
3: Bird Syndrome. Oh, lucky to have you. (laughs) Where where do you think it's going to end? Like, what? What do you think the end game is from all this?
8: Let's let's break this down into basic economics. When I left school in the late 1980s, 90 percent of the world's wealth was in the hands of 10 percent of the world's population. 30 years later, which is not that long ago, we're now talking about we talk about 0.1 percenters. We actually talk about less than one percent of the population now owning 50 percent of the planet. That's if we if we continue to allow it to end, a it's going to end up with basically an entire world of us all being impoverished slaves, with a very few um, people at the top having a grand old life, and b it's probably it won't be that a very grand old life for sure because we're killing this planet.
1: Yeah, that's you know, that's the bottom it, line, isn't
8: it? That that is absolutely the bottom line. we mm. we've got. Um, on my show, uh, uh, the, the Deadline Report, which I do on, on, on Fresh FM on Sundays, we, uh, our guest up this weekend is Richard Tippett, and he's a climate change activist. And what, basically what we're talking about is how the corpus have hijacked every decent cause out there, and they use it to make themselves out to look all morally superior while they burn this planet to a crisp. And we end the song with the, the theme tune from The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, or, <laughs> you know, So Long and Thanks for the Fish, because that's where we're heading.
1: And exactly, yeah. we are and and that actually led me on to something else and i have forgotten though oh yeah mcgillicuddy <laughs> serious part mcgillicuddy serious party you must have been a fan um we totally. we, we, we we were and and <clears throat> i consider myself one of them because i serve the parliament with graham and all the others and yeah, yeah. look they've all got political degrees and they they saw the whole thing and and went with the satire what you know which which obviously doesn't kind of um sit in the same realm as you but it does at the same time do well, you use well, satire in uh, uh, oh,
8: your uh, well, t- well t- you know i mean I um I do try to try and pep, pep it. It's a forty-minute show. And we try and pep it with, you know try and keep it light hearted yep. Um. Sometimes you know you kind of get wrapped up until you get a bit more serious than you actually can. But the, at the end of the day, satire is one of our most powerful tools. And in the 1980s, you I don't I'm, I'm, you know I'm 52. We had a week of it: McPhail and Gatsby, yep. uh, Yes Minister, Alan Bastar, the the young ones. Like basically, every second yeah. comedy program was a political one poking the fingers at those in authority, bringing them down to ground and reminding people that these people were not infallible. We don't have any of that on our landscape today. No. Um, and at the end of the day, Mahatma Gandhi turned around and said, you know, first they ignore you, then they laugh at you, and then they fight you. So if they're laughing at you, you've cut out the first stage and you're going straight to the gold, you know. So, yeah, comedy is a really powerful tool
1: thank you I, I appreciate you saying that because i i've always you know uh, we actually did a show here one time called birds aren't real because there's a wonderful um do, do you know about that um satire about the, the birds aren't real
8: uh, no, I have to say oh. that one. That one, that one flew over the top of me.
1: <laughs> CIA de- destroyed all the CIA back in the fifties. Destroyed all the birds and turned them into drones and robots so that they can spy <laughs> on us. Anyway, that's that's. A
8: <laughs> there's, <laughs> um, there's actually a story about that which they something that they what they tried to do was they, they came up with a cat. They wanted to have a remote controlled cat, a real cat that was remote control. They spent ten million dollars on getting this cat going, and the first thing that happened was the cat ran across the road and got hit by a truck. <laughs> (laughs)
1: Was it Schrodinger's cat? Yeah,
8: half half on the road and half not on the road. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. (laughs) Look, um, we could talk for hours, but we can't. We can't today. But Ben, look, I'll probably have you back on the show at some
8: um, some stage. I think we'd love to have a chat to you again. Yeah, yeah, that would be great.
1: Yes, appreciate appreciate your time. And look, you know, I'll
8: I'll just quickly plug. I'm actually um, playing in Nelson, which we probably should actually mention. Yeah, that's That's what I wanted to say. Oh, goodo. Um, I'm on basically the 22nd, we're playing at the Liquid New Zealand Bar in, in downtown uh, Nelson CBD. 23rd, we're playing at the old skull and Chain at the Golden Bay, which is in Onahaka, which, um, if I'm not pronouncing it, don't worry, I'm bilingual, I'm, I mispronounce every single language I touch. And then finally, last but not last, least, I am playing at the um, Picton at the cafe, which at this stage is with something called Late Afternoon. So you have to ask Peter Shoney when he's on the show um, what time I'm on. But I imagine will be about 5 o'clock, 6 o'clock.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, I've, I've, st- I've played there many years ago. And the Onikaka one, um, that's, that's probably the Onikaka Hall, is it?
8: Um, no, no, no. Um, the Old um, uh chain, that's actually um, a little kind of... Uh, uh, place that people actually play at it. so the people behind that are um the guys that used to be from gripper that i think they now call themselves car bomb and monster headquarters and they've got a little place there um basically on the Onahaka on the main highway and you literally look for the for the old uh, chain skull and crossbones from the box. basically not too far away from the hall but it's actually is a separate location
1: got it i think i know what you mean yeah there you go so sam uh virgin yeah. Um, well I, done. I remembered. <laughs> <laughs> look, we appreciate your time today and um, good luck with the rest of the tour. And we'll um, hopefully catch you in the bay when you're actually here.
8: Yeah, I'm yeah right. i forward to that. I look forward to it. So thank you very much. I'll yeah. see you there. Awesome. <laughs> Follow yeah. me there. Thank you. Thank you yeah. very much. My, my pleasure, guys. And love once again. Thank you very much for having me. And Nelson, have a wonderful morning. You yeah, we
1: will. You too yeah and um okay so just going to get on with the uh, a a quick song here's um keeping on the uh keeping on the theme here's nipple to the bottle (laughs) it's not funny grace jones with nipple to the bottle um seeing we're doing a show on body parts which of course is very interesting um because there's lots of body parts and um our last two guests have been interesting and our next guest is just as interesting because uh, she's a local as well and um uh, lily wildflower welcome to the studio
9: Thank you. Thank you for having me. Now,
1: thanks for coming in this morning so early. Um, obviously, your alarm worked. Uh, yes, <laughs> you've, been, you've been lying awake all, all night, kind of um, <laughs> making sure you're awake for the morning. Yes. Um, yeah, look, um, you're a uh, DJ, and you've been sure doing that for... How long have you been doing the DJ, DJing?
9: So, yeah, I've been mixing tunes in the underground music scene for the last four years now, mm-hmm. um, and that's kind of taken me to some pretty cool places over the years, and... Um, as I've sort of gotten better, I started getting more gig opportunities around the country and stuff like that. So I've actually played in a few different places around New Zealand oh, now. What
1: sort of places?
9: Uh, Dimensions Festival up in Auckland, uh, down in Christchurch, bars mainly, and clubs in Wellington and Auckland. Um, over this New Year's I'll be playing at OM Festival, which is also around Auckland. Mm-hmm for New Year's so that's pretty exciting
1: yeah I reckon oh good so you're getting a bit of a name out there you've, you've got a cousin who's, who's got a bit of a name that's-
9: yes yeah yeah Grouch um, mm. yeah he's actually a really good mentor for me because he's um, won awards for being one of the best music electronic music producers and he actually helped mix and master this tune that I'm about to share with you guys yeah congratulations you've got your first tune hey eh? wow yeah, yeah it is really exciting where did that come from Um, just an afternoon, sitting in Napier actually, Mm -hmm. I I had just started playing around with Splice, I was actually trying to get Splice onto my little brother's laptop, so that he could start making tunes, and then I kind of started playing around with it myself, and yeah, got a bunch of samples together and felt inspired, and (laughs) next thing you know. (laughs) Yeah,
1: yeah, so was it a big, you know, was it more once you got started did it sort of take you down that little rabbit hole into the very much so in the way you went very much so yeah Yeah,
9: I do I do love hip hop Um, I definitely have been inspired by other Kiwi artists like uh, Homebrew and Evil Mule Um, I used to listen to quite a lot of Gang Sire and Wu-Tang Clan when I was growing up. (laughs) Right, well, my
1: my stepson's, um, (laughs) my stepson's called Bad Conduct, I don't know if you've heard of him, but he's he's, he's in Christchurch and he does quite a bit of hip-hop. Cool. Anyway, you are on your journey, and, um, this is the first, and have you, when did you release it, when did you put Um, it out? Um,
9: I actually released it on my birthday, which was last, last Mm -hmm. week, about a week ago, yeah. Cool. Uh, Um, yeah, so that was really exciting. I released it on Bandcamp, mm-hmm. um, and yeah, I think I put it up there for $2, and heaps of my friends have been supporting me, and some of them bought it for $5, some of them bought it for $20, so that was really nice to have support from my friends. And But yeah, um Actually went down to Christchurch this year to do music production lessons, Ah. um, and that was through the Sensornauts, and um, yeah, they were uh, hosting some music production lessons for women and non-binary people, so yeah, that was kind of really awesome, my tutors were really great, Paige Julia and Ed Sukolo. Um, and that's all been funded as well, which is really awesome. I hope that they keep getting funding for that. Yeah,
1: yeah. So does that mean you want to actually go further with your production get to learn more?
9: Most definitely. Yeah. I actually, for my birthday, I bought myself music production lessons from one of my favorite um, drum and bass produces a moss from the uk i play a lot of his tunes when i yeah play my sets so i'm quite stoked at the moment to be yeah getting mentored by him
1: learning from your mentors always so yeah yeah <laughs> that's fantastic yeah yeah so um yeah are yeah, two from here then if you, if you I
9: definitely want to keep making more hip hop. Mm-hmm. I will probably I want to explore other genres of music too. The other day I started making a bit of techno. I'd like to make dub if I'd like to make drum and bass. that's generally what I play um, at the festivals yep. but uh, yeah, I really want to focus on just collaborating with a lot of different artists. Um, you know, MCs, people who want to spit bars, like do some rapping over my beats. Yeah, I really just want to make more Kiwi hip hop. Cool. So you've got
1: you've got your you've got your focus. You you mm-hmm. you know you don't you don't want to get a sort of regular job. This is it.
9: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm definitely an entrepreneurial kind of spirited person. Yeah. Um, I'm <laughs> starting a couple of businesses. I just started dog walking and I also sell um, Butterfly PT, so that's another focus of mine, trying to expand that business that as well in the background. Butterfly PT, it's um, It's a tea made from a flower from Southeast Asia and it makes this beautiful um, bright blue coloured tea which is all natural, it's really good for you, has a lot of health benefits and it's kind of magical because when you squeeze a bit of lemon in there it actually changes colour due to pH so it goes from being this bright blue colour to like a kind of pinky purple color it's very beautiful i need to see this yeah it's yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> pretty magic eh? <laughs> bring it into the studio no. <laughs> i'll have to bring you yeah. some around next time
1: hey that's brilliant and so um they they fit quite nicely if you're traveling around doing music and, mm-hmm. and you're selling well you go, know, definitely the tea you can you can be doing that um as you're traveling around
9: yeah, yeah, definitely. Have you
1: been dipping your hair in the tea?
9: <laughs> yes, I'm um, <laughs> Definitely an embodiment of the blue tea lady. <laughs>
1: Hey, look, um, what's the track? Wait, tell, tell me about this particular track you've got. you've got. Mm-hmm. So who's, who's doing the vocals? Yes, you?
9: so Persephone. No, no. Well, I am actually doing a little bit of backup. I um, sing for the vocal hook and do some harmonies, but um, the real star is Persephone. Um, she is amazing. She's one of my good friends. She often MCs over my sets. Um but yeah I kind of asked her the other day about what the song meant to her and she sort of explained to me that she, you know it come, the lyrics sort of came to her as l- lyrical downloads and you know she wasn't really particularly um you know it didn't they didn't come to her in a particular way or fashion. so she channeled um, she channeled, yeah, exactly, and yeah, she she received the lyrics as messages that um you know that wanted to be shared with the world at this time. So she says, so, yeah.
1: Well, that's pretty cool i like it so um, we're going to hear this track now what's it called
9: kundalini
1: kundalini good name yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay so you heard it first on fresh start friday fresh fm and um we'll, we'll get it over to the uh to the studio manager and uh nelson and make sure it's played on a regular basis um yeah so Very that's good. that's the important thing is mm. so you get lots of air time but This is this is the beginning, and um, certainly not the end. And that's not what I was looking for. Um, And uh, (laughs) uh, technical pas There we go. And uh, so here we are, Kundalini by Lily Wildflower.
7: see they are outcasts but they are upper outcasts and uh, their hair is matted because they're outside the pale sunsets appear incredibly more vivid and uh, flowers are enchanting the whole world comes alive comes alive
10: no need to discriminate the little scribbles on your page, yo oh. So when your minds, I ain't read between the lines I ain't here to spell it out for you, I'm just another sign, right? Cause I believe everybody's their own guide Nobody can tell you better how to live your own life But don't forget we're all connected like the sky I Get my wisdom from my brothers and sisters and share it wide See we all came from the stars, you and I And we're here to come together and fulfill the grand design And now's the time, so you better make your mind up Before you blink and wind up, with your life on the line? This life is precious, so please don't ever forget this And I'm vexing while I'm restless, but I'm rolling with the best kids up Let's so give it up to the artists and creatrices We carving through these matrixes and forming into shapelessness Now watch me shapeshift cause life is what you make it And I'm making it, my bitch, don't need no tricks, I dominate it there was my masculine strategic rapping and the fact is that i'm yapping i feel better to the feminine and i repent my sins begin to clench within so i'm reminiscing on the lessons i've been given love is for living and i'm just chilling i just let the heaviness wash over me now i don't give in don't give in
7: and that's why all bureaucracies are rude why the police are rude and why you're made to wait in lines and uh are of streperous income tax individuals and all all that sort of person. Because everybody's a crook. Everybody's equally inferior.
10: The tribe to provide your respective survivors of wreck ships, pirates with red lips Come vibe with us and watch you change your perspective Fast pace, move slow, no race, I smooth flow As we roll with the ages, shamans and sages, witches and mages Channel messages and keep them flowing off their pages Find the sublime space deep beyond the mind And unwind from that grind to live up to a lie This is your life beyond the grave. Now take a step back and look at everything you've made. You are the Godhead, identity dead. Challenge personality to ground till it sees red. Sexuality glows orange like a sunset. Now will the yellow sun to sink you far beneath the seabed. Deep within the green heart of the ocean. Open up your blue truth of emotion. Manifest until your thoughts run wild. Open that th- Die, indigo child We at the top now Violet release Given thanks to the source Feel aligned with your peace Merge with creator Create as you please The limitation is your imagination Breathe
7: becomes the parody of democracy and that kind of society watch out for it it turns in a quick click into fascism
3: because of its terror of the outsider but excuse please we aren't going to join
10: Straight from the soul and not to be forsaken This the message from the ancients, I'm just here to help translate it So plant the seed and wish it into being Who would have thought that being buried could be freeing I am seeing clearer and clearer The end is getting nearer So let's prepare her, our mother, our planet Hope you can understand it Humans don't stand a chance if we don't work to raise the standards
1: there you go you heard it first on fresh start friday um kundalini and uh that's by lily wildflower lily congratulations that's a great Thank track and a great message yeah very good message we all need yeah. to be hearing that yeah that,
9: yeah, yeah that, beautiful that was lyricism by persephone eh? mm. yeah she did a great job
3: that, that that sort of just takes me back to sort of sitting outside and having a drink and just having that sort of music flowing. And
9: You're certainly not the first person to say that. Uh, someone said to me the other day that they could imagine themselves ha- uh, having a whiskey on the beach listening to yeah, that. absolutely,
3: <laughs> absolutely. So i I got two questions for you. One, how long did it sort of take you to come up with that sort of music? Like, right. was it a process that took a week or a couple of weeks or...?
9: Um, yeah it, did, it definitely take, t- took me a while The but actually honestly like getting the bones of the track initially didn't take long at all. I think I made it in an evening but I kind of it sort of became like a bit of a back burner project for me and it was more you know um, I don't know. I had definitely had a bit of help along the way. My uh, my friend and flatmate, Soundboy Tom, he helped us record Persephone's vocals in um, the wardrobe at my mum's place. (laughs) 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 I've heard of coming out of the closet, but that's... (laughs) (laughs) And then, um, yeah, and then... Yeah, Oscar Grouch, he helped us mix and master it, but he's just come back. Well, he's been on tour overseas for the last wee while, so, you know, it was, like, kind of took quite a while just getting the timing right of, like, you know, he was quite busy as well, and so have I been, yeah, I've been very busy myself, so, yeah.
3: So if, if you look at yourself in, say, 10 years' time, mm-hmm. and... Just imagine yourself on, I'm like, America's Got Talent or whatever it is. <laughs> How far... Like, what's your vision? Where do you want to go with this?
9: Um, yeah, like... That,
3: that's that's raw talent. That's just amazing.
9: Oh, thank you. Thank you. I, I guess I just want to, yeah, just keep making music to share with people, really. And, like, I've got a lot of talented friends, a lot of friends who really good at freestyling and stuff and I just really want to give them the opportunity to get their talent out there as well you know um yeah and I think yeah I would love to just keep touring with all my DJing and everything and eventually produce um you know my own drum and bass tracks and stuff like that that I can I can play my own tunes out rather than mixing other people's tunes um Last year, I think it was, me and my friend, we made a and b track together that I did the vocals for because I'm a vocalist as well, and that got released on a UK drum and bass label. Um, so yeah, I would like to kind of eventually do more of that and maybe get signed get to a label myself. Yeah. yeah. So, so, so
1: since this, since since you've done this one, have you been working quietly on lots of little um,
9: I certainly tracks? Have. Yeah, yeah, I thought you might have. And, and, <laughs> yeah. and here's the
3: million dollar question because I, I can see if you keep this this sort of stuff going, you're going to get really far. I well, think, you. Do you need a manager? <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I asked first. I got
9: him first. <laughs> Yeah, talent I, have, spotter. I have certainly uh, thought, thought that maybe I could do with a manager one day.
6: <laughs> <laughs> Colonel Phil here, help.
9: Is <laughs> that <laughs> <Said> us?
1: That's <laughs> oh, it. brilliant. Hey, um, look, we're, we're you know, going to wrap it up now. But look, thank you again very much for, mm. for coming in. And thank you, um, thank you to your um, timepiece for going off and waking you up. And um, <laughs> we've we've got to um, just... just remind you that that you can hear this we, we've popped it on the um um on the uh, fresh start friday um, um um facebook page and uh so if you want to listen to it it should be up there uh and uh and we'll be playing it on fresh fm over the coming years
3: i'll be buying that that's awesome yeah oh, cool.
9: thank you thanks i appreciate okay, that Yeah,
3: know thanks again
9: appreciate the support yeah
3: on bandcamp that's where i bite off yes yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah we'll cool.
9: put a link up to bandcamp you can listen to it and and if you like it and you want a copy of it then yeah you're welcome to buy it too
1: i'll be buying that Brilliant. <laughs> awesome hey i'm going to play a um a song that's so completely different now <laughs> 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 this is tom waits <laughs> with eyeball kid just because Tom Waits is Tom Waits, and we're, we're still talking about um, bodies and body parts. Eyeball Kid. <laughs>
11: Camp sign, so cry right here.
1: Sugar and you'll listen to Fresh Start Friday with Phil Hannah. and Grant. And we're here until nine o'clock, and it's 13 minutes to nine. And um, you'll listen to Fresh FM on Nelson City 107.2, Nelson and Tasman District on 104.8, Eastern Gilda Bay on 95, and Blenheim on 88.9, or anywhere, anytime in the universe on the Fresh FM www.freshfm.net um, or download the internet and access radio app uh, to stream us live or listen to any of the Fresh FM podcasts and that may- includes us so next week um, Monday or Tuesday we should have this show back up and running we've got last show will be up there etc etc so you can hear us over and over again just to you know get whatever it is you need up anyway <laughs> um, so yeah what else has been happening in the world? Wow. Not much. Yeah. I haven't
3: been seeing much. No. I've been busy out at Pacawa. Yeah.
2: Nice. Yeah, we've been doing our garden. It's oh, yeah. been Tomato getting... Tomato
1: planting days. Yeah, fingers mm. in the earth. Yeah, cuts and scratches and harvesting bamboo. Yeah. All of those things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The stuff you do at this time of year. Yeah. And, uh Yeah. I am heading down to
3: Christchurch next week. Are you now? Yeah, yeah. Going down for a um, men's health uh, football festival. Cool. Wow. And it's raising money for um, Movember. Mm -hmm. Nice. And bringing awareness about men's mental health, which is, I think, really important. I didn't really realise it until I started looking into it because mainland football said, can you help do this? And Mm. yeah, right. But I don't know much about men's mental health, which is quite Mm. bizarre. I should. But... um, yeah, I think I think there just there should be more discussion around it.
12: Absolutely. Because it, it is
3: a very I think there's the stigma that men can't be down or, or yeah. anything like that. And Especially if you're, you know, a staunch bloke. Yeah, well you know, we all have bad days and we're allowed to yeah. be off and it's okay to not be okay. Yeah. yeah.
2: And, and I I imagine going to one of those um events you meet all kinds of people and you're just blown away by um you've shared experiences
3: yeah well looking into it um so 77 percent of males will suffer some form of depression or mental health issues or something like that but won't reach out wow hmm. and uh, i think the only stigma that's really out there is the one that we're putting in our own heads yep.
1: yeah exactly
3: like reaching out doesn't mean you've got to go straight for the straitjacket you know it could be Going into the art gallery and going to see Grant or, yeah. or getting your face painted at the market and, yeah. and and just doing things for yourself or or yeah. talking to a mate
2: yeah.
3: or telling yeah. someone that you love, that you love
1: them and hearing yeah. it back.
2: It's okay to not be okay.
1: Absolutely. And it's also just a reminder, okay to be okay. Aye. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> both it's, ways.
3: It's definitely been a really interesting journey looking into it more and, and realizing just you know, New Zealanders, New Zealand males have got that big rivado kind of. Aye. Yeah. And, and you know, everyone's everyone's different. Yeah. Everyone's vulnerable. And, yeah. and, you know, if you're having a bad day, reach out. Yeah. You know, you are loved. You are needed in the world. Yeah. So, you know, if you're out there and you're having a bad day. Give Phil a call. Give me a call. Yeah. yeah. Hit me up. <laughs>
2: <laughs> And you're right, we are all unique. And I think finding space that we can share that um, will help a lot too.
1: Yeah, Yeah, definitely. Fantastic. So, um, (laughs) (laughs) Just threw (laughs) that at you, Grant? (laughs) This is such an inappropriate song for what we've just been talking about, but it's what happened. And I can't find anything else right in the minute. Grant being inappropriate? Yeah. (gasps) This is Bust Your your Knee Caps by Johnny Don't Leave (laughs) Me. We've got it all Uh, um, freshy. Just like Zid Zid Top.
13: Go so far, I'll tell Uncle Rocco to call off the guys with the crowbars. You call it prime, we call it smart family business and the family.
1: Oh, I just want to go out and break my kneecaps now. That was, that was so enticing.
2: Oh, beautiful <laughs> singing.
1: Oh, no, it wasn't. But it was it was good singing, yeah, but it was kind of, it's funny. It was like a juxtaposition, really, isn't it? It is. It's kind of, um, yeah. <laughs> um, and, yeah, that was uh, someone. Who was it? Um, I've lost it. Oh, yeah. Um, hey, it's, it's, um, it's, Oh. Pono Pono's, Pono huh, yeah, Pono I can't even pronounce it. It's a it. long one. Yeah, but you know, anyway, whatever, it's five minutes to nine, and here we are, still on Fresh FM, bringing you goodies.
2: Fresh Start Friday.
1: Yeah, and um, yeah. We've got probably time for another song, and um, I'm going to do, after you busted your kneecaps. <laughs> <laughs> it's a song about
3: repairing kneecaps. No,
1: it's a song about <laughs> black th- thumbnails. You know when you've got the hammer and you've been nailing ooh. all day, and you've got black, you know about it. Honey. And you then ooh, Builder's Daughter. Yeah.
3: All you'll do is bang that thumb for the rest of your life.
1: Yeah, yeah, I know. It's just every time you just hit it, bang. That, and paper cuts. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So, Black Thumbnail, mm, Kings of Leon.